everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. Podcast reanalyzed the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we're at minute 41, which begins with the second half of Friday's line, uh, to do this, finally. Mm-hmm. Because if you'll recall, Preston was ready. Right. And I, and I have it going through, I definitely would have gone elsewhere. Okay, okay. So, Which I believe um, is ju- Denise talking to Kenny. Just to, just to clarify, that is before Kenny clarifies that he was getting his shit ready? Yes. Okay. That is that is what I have. All right, that is fine. I There's not really a need for me to do this, but I'm going to copy and paste the last note of the this minute down to the first note of next minute. Okay. So. Yeah, Denise says, if I'd known you were going to be in here half naked, pleasuring yourself or whatever. <laughs> and she picks up something. It's and Kenny feather. says, don't touch that. A feather, oh, okay. I couldn't yeah, remember it's, it's what it was. The... Kenny says, don't touch that. <laughs> Which means that she picks something up out of the out of the backpack because he hadn't gotten that out so right (laughs) yeah which i mean it's better than her picking up whatever she thought he was pleasuring himself with true true story but we're getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that's the end of the minute so (laughs) right now preston Preston, yes (laughs) oh preston preston's ready to give amanda the letter Mm -hmm. finally finally and he finishes, uh, and it turns out, much to the viewer's chagrin, that he's not s- speaking to us. He's speaking Correct. to someone who is sitting with him at in the pool, with legs in the pool. And he asks them, so, any words of encouragement? <laughs> Would you like to touch <laughs> my penis? And Preston gives the... Um, correct, confused, and slightly disturbed uh, look to the foreign exchange student. Uh Uh-huh. And gets up and and leaves. As the foreign exchange student says, I am a sex machine. Huh? (laughs) Sex machine. He's just trying his his best to do the the phrases that he's been taught. Exactly. It's It's not his fault. It's like 1998 Duolingo. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know troublesome <laughs> yeah yeah it's socal party and uh to his language Th- those those mm-hmm. two languages yeah <laughs> uh so the next thing that i have is that a new song starts playing okay um, as as preston runs off uh a a drum fill uh soundtracks his running off uh and mm-hmm. it is the drum fill um at the beginning of uh the third eye blind song london um, okay. Which is track ten on the self-titled debut, the the one that if you are a casual Third Eye Blind fan, you are it's the one you own. Um, it mm-hmm. was never a single. It's it's literally the definition of a deep cut. It's track ten. It's <laughs> in the it's in the back uh, back third. Um, it's in the third third quarter of it. Um, uh, the last time they played it, and this is a fun piece of trivia according to Setlist.fm. Uh, as of September, mid-September 2020, was November 11th, 2019, in Richmond. So right down the road from oh, us. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, I didn't also realize fun, they were still touring. Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah they've been releasing uh, albums and stuff. I think they went on tour with, with another 90s group. I want to say, well, my brain wants to say Matchbox 20, but that's because uh, Third Eye Blind and Matchbox 20 have been linked in my head since 
1996 or something. So like, or sure. 97, I guess. But anyways, it it starts playing. Um, I does Preston run inside and then it cuts up to Kenny or I don't or it, remember. I remember the it's a weird wipe where the door of the bathroom slides into into place into the frame. I think it's when we're outside. I think it cuts from like the pool area where Preston has just run off to outside and but then it cut then like the door of the bathroom like juts up from the bottom and suddenly we're in the bathroom with with Kenny and Denise. Sure. Kenny yeah, is doing I wrote, right. I wrote desperately pounding on the door and I but I feel like that paints a picture of him uh pounding on the door quickly and and like hard with like a desperation he's past that. <laughs> yeah, I I wrote that he's half-heartedly pounding on the door cuz it's I, like it's like single hammer fist yeah. beat, another hammer fist yeah. beat. Like he knows it's not going to work, but he's not yeah. quite at the point where he's willing to not keep trying. Right. Um, and Denise is yelling at him that right. nobody's going to hear them. What are you doing? You're a moron. Right. Which, I mean, on the, on the one hand, what does she care? I mean, like, it's not her door. It's probably that she's been trapped in there with him and he's probably been pounding on it and she's tired of listening to it. Much That's like fair. just before we got on this call, Lorelai was upstairs taking a shower, singing, I think, just the chorus of some song I don't know at the top of her lungs on repeat. And then she got out of the shower and was continuing to do it. And it finally hit a point where I was like, stop it. It was like the same four lines over and over again. And I'm like, I don't know what you're singing. I don't want to hear it anymore. Just stop it. So, like, I get it, Or cut to the verse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just something. Change it Take it to the bridge. Um, Yeah, so then Kenny gets an idea, um, which it's so funny because he... He looks like he's sort of giving up and like he kind of gives Denise a like a dirty look as he walks past her. Uh-huh. And he plants his feet and he charges at the door and tries to to beat this door down. It's a inward an inward facing door. It comes in. Yeah. Um, yeah. which of course is is the whole problem. So it doesn't right. budge one little bit. <laughs> yeah, he launches himself like flying through the air. It's not just like a, if I recall, it's not just yeah. like a bum rush with his shoulder. He like starts that way and then like does a flying leap shoulder yeah. first into the door. <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't do much of anything except hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. A, a not insignificant amount because, yeah. you know, heavy door, small person, big so force. Small. Such a small <laughs> person. <laughs> uh, then I have, they start to bicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually the only other thing I have for this minute is when he says, you come in here, you barge in here like a freaking moose. Yes. <laughs> which my brain, my research podcast brain was like, do I research moose? And my, and my no. <laughs> non-research podcast listener brain was like, no, that's fine. You're, you're, yeah. you're fine. You're just fine. <laughs> yeah. You're good. You don't need to research moose. <laughs> So, okay, well, do you want to do an FMK? Yeah, you said you had you you held over the tougher of the FMKs that you had. Yeah, so just to lengthen this episode a tiny bit, I do have an FMK for you. Yes, let's so, do it. So, you can FMK Yearbook Girl 
girl whose party it is mm. and the jock girlfriends as a trio. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> but they will be talking pretty much nonstop the entire time. That's probably fine. <laughs> um, boy, you couldn't have written my voice cracking in a better way than, <laughs> than it did just now. Um, oof. And gosh, I think who this comes down to is who, who would I marry? Yeah. Because like, okay. I'm all about like reminiscing. I'm 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 big on nostalgia. I like I have my yearbooks. I look through them at a rate that is probably not as much as she will, but not an insignificant amount. So yearbook sure. girl. But am I gonna feel jaded by not being as nostalgic as she is? Like, is it gonna be some sort of like wistful pissing contest, wisting contest? Um. But on the other hand, I don't think that's anything. I don't think that's anything. <laughs> um, uh, the girl whose party it is, I get. I mean, like on the one hand, she seems cool because like she had this party. She knew mm-hmm. full well that people were going to be coming, and she's freaking out because they're not following the rules. Not that they're there, but that they're not following the rules. Which I'm all about rules, and I can get down with that. Sure. And I feel like one of the things is that I one of the things I could bring to the marriage is a reassurance about following the rules and enforcing things and making sure people were being respectful of space and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I think I marry the girl whose party it is. Um, fuck the jock girlfriends and kill your book girl. How do you kill your book, girl? Well, it's going to be a very memorable, um, memorable way. <laughs> I uh, death by a thousand yearbook page paper cuts. Uh huh. I think that's it. Or ink poisoning. Okay. Ooh, that's very good. I think that might be it. Yeah, sign my yearbook yeah. and die. That's the name of my new mystery. Um, slash goosebumps. I book. like it. <laughs> i'll look forward to that uh after nanorimo absolutely absolutely so yeah i think i think that's it because yeah i think that's it i not to get too detailed but the girls have already proven that they're fine dancing with each other and if you listen to thanks for the lyrics we all know what dancing means so i think that would translate just fine to that decision um yeah so yeah I, i feel good about that so yeah I think I agree with you that you marry girl whose party it is. I mean, if nothing else, you will be having dope-ass parties for the rest of your life. True, true. And I think that the longer she hosts these parties, the better she will get Mm -hmm. at managing her own expectations and maybe uh, curating the guest list a wee bit. Mm -hmm. I I do worry that my own um, less-than-organized tendencies would drive her up the wall. But I, I like to I like to think that she is less freaked out when she is not having a, a house party. We're seeing her on a bad evening, I think. I agree. And I also think that you are willing to be delegated to. Yes. So when she has her to-do list and says, James, I need you to go get the balloons, pick up the cupcakes, and 
I don't know, call the pony ride people to make sure that they're going to be here on time. I would say, you got, You're like, you, you got know it. What? I can you do all it, of those things. I, I just really think that we should not do pony rides. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late, James. They're already supposed. They're supposed to be here in thirty minutes. Oh God, have I made a horrible um, mistake? <laughs> you have. Yes, yes, you have. I think that I fuck your book, girl. Honestly, she seems enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She seems really eager to please, mm-hmm. which means I bet she's down for just about mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. which means you bust out the ball gag and then you don't have to listen to her voice at true. all. That's true. And I just also don't think that I personally would have any fun being in the same room in any capacity as the jock girlfriends. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, they're all hot, but I just think that I would... It would just be such a mood killer to, because I, because I don't think that they would be down for here's a ball gag, stop talking, True. quite the same way that I think your book girl would be. True. So I think that she would be easier to shut up mm. and would be more willing to please. Um, and so I think it would ultimately be a little bit more fun and less overall annoying and i also think that there would be less of an ick factor the next morning where i'd be like because mm. like like you might feel a little bit weird when you think back and you're like i fucked your book girl but i feel like there's also like an i slept with those three really obnoxious chicks well <laughs> that this is this is also you know like cis female perspective sure. versus cis male perspective sure well and i have to admit I- there I have never fantasized about fucking three girls at once. So the deciding factor: can it be in Beth's parents' bed with the mirror over the over the bed? I mean, like. Oh, I think that that if you fuck them, I think that's absolutely where it has to happen, whether you want it to or good. not. I mean, I think that I think that that makes it that makes a difference because like that's we fair. don't know what your book girl or girl who parties it is situation at all is. I mean, like. That's true. Your book girl could live. We have more back. Yeah, we have more backstory on Beth <laughs> in that her pa- we know what her parents' bedroom looks like, sort of. <laughs> right. Than we have about uh, the other two combined. Exactly. Yeah. We know that we know that girl whose party it is is an only child. Uh huh. And or her siblings slash siblings were not available on Family Portrait. True. Day. Maybe she has a, a long lost half sister. Ooh, twins separated at birth. <gasps> And it's your book What if girl. your book girl is her twin? Mm-hmm. B-brain. Yep, that's it. Can't hardly wait to. Well, hey, I, I just fucked my wife's long-lost twin sister, so. Yeah, it happens. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's weirder that I fucked her or weirder that you killed your wife's long-lost <laughs> twin sister. All right. Which here. one makes for a more awkward uh, conversation Listen, with Listen, they're your both wife. Shakespeare plays. It's just they're. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, uh, actually, that's with Shakespeare, fair. they'd be the same play. Um. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, check this out, though. Um, girl whose party it is is having a baby, and all of a sudden, yearbook girl comes back into the picture, bearing gifts there to help. Everything's great. Uh, can't hardly wait to colon aunt hardly wait. We have social media. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at je underscore minute movies. And if you'd like to speak to us individually, I can be found at unabashedly Aaron. We are also proud members of the Scavengers Network. 
I'm sorry, that was just for comedic effect. James, tell us where you can be found. <laughs> I thought that you would be amused by that. I, I was very amused by that. I'm at Unabashed James. <laughs> we are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Um, thank you to them for having us. We know they find us delightful as well they should, mm-hmm. uh, which is why they created a whole new page just for us on the website. Scavengersnetwork.com slash James and Aaron Minute Movies, where you can it. find Newsies Minute, Crossroads Minute, and Can't Hardly Wait Minute all just right there for you. All right. I think that <laughs> is going to do it for us tonight. <laughs> so... so Let's go record the next minute, because as you know, we're short on time tonight, and Mm. time is honeys. Go hot dogs! The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.